Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line as we welcome you in on this Thursday. Wall-to-wall college hoops, of course. We've got a matinee tonight in Philly. Oh, no. It's not, it's not college basketball, though, Michael Lombardi, as we say hi. It is, of course, the return of Ben Simmons, who will be on the bench tonight there in Philly. And, of course, the Brooklyn Nets in town. How are we feeling today? We feel good, Patrick. He's returned. He went to the shoot-around. I saw him walking in the shoot-around. You know, I guess his back must be feeling better. Hopefully his mental health will feel much better. But, uh, yeah, a big game tonight. 7.30 tip-off, TNT. You know, I kind of like the 76ers Palestra uniforms. I got to be honest with you. I mean, a Spectrum uniforms. I kind of like them. I don't know about you, but I kind of like them. I do like them. And, you know, it's, I was thinking about it driving in. We've got college hoops right now. Michigan up 21-12 over Indiana. Indiana needs it. We've got Syracuse and Duke coming up in just a couple of minutes here. Buddy Beheim not going to play the best offensive player there for Syracuse with the punch to the stomach. I'll get your take. Uh, quickly on that, though. You know, I was thinking, we need drama to sell a regular season NBA game as opposed to just hoops, which is happening 60 plus games in the conference tournaments today. The reason it matters tonight is because of the drama it has nothing to do with the on-court execution, right? Right. No, no, it's all about who are they, you know, the Philly it's the, you know, WIP, which I do a morning show uh, every, every, every Friday at seven, they, I'm a guest and, and they, you know, tomorrow I'll be on there and they, they want to know, should we boo? Of course they're going to boo. I mean, you know, the guy bailed on the team. Why would you? Doc Rivers is over there saying, well, you know, we should have a tribute to him. Tribute for what? What are, we, what are we giving him a tribute for? The fact that he, that he quit on the team? I mean, is that what we're going to do? 
you know, we're going to pass out T-shirts. Everybody gets to play right field. I mean, seriously, this is professional sports. He's making $35 million a year. He quit on the team, and we're going to give him a tribute for what? Getting to the second round that he didn't even really play in the playoffs or make a difference? Wait, I mean, wait, wait, what, wait, wait hold on. We, I did not hear this. Here? Doc Rivers said without tongue-in-cheek that they should give ben, No, he was ben serious. A tribute. I tweeted it out on Tuesday. I think he said, you know, I think it would be nice if we gave him a tribute. Tribute for what? Oh my what God. are we talking about? That he bailed on his team, that he that he basically refused to take a shot, that he that he didn't work hard. Oh, let's honor that. Yeah, that'd be ideal. Let's honor that. He doesn't work hard. Can't wait. You know, let's make sure we, we have the laziest guy who refuses to work on his jump shot. Let's make sure we honor him. Well, KD and Kyrie will both be out there. Philadelphia open four and a half. Michael, it's sitting four and a half, 235 for the total. It's an elevated total. It should be, you know, Brooklyn's big issue has been their defense. And even as Durant returned, the defense has gotten even worse. Um, and then conversely, the offense with Harden, they're 5-0 with Harden in the lineup, and the offense has just been so efficient. And we got to start calling it the big three now because Maxie is turning into a stud. The numbers with he and Harden on the court have been exemplary. No doubt. I mean, he really, I mean, forget about Tobias Harris. I mean, I mean, Tobias Harris is the third highest payer on, player on the team, but he's certainly not the third best player on the team. And I think this team generates around the energy that, uh, that, that Maxie brings to the table. And if you look defensively over the last two weeks, they have really improved. I mean, I know that sounds shocking, but they have improved. They're fourth in the league the last two weeks defense, offensively, and they're ninth defensively. They have stepped up. You know, they've raised their level of play over the last two weeks, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they have somebody who can orchestrate the offense and get the ball to their best player, and we'll see if it transcends itself again tonight. I mean, I would think this would be two teams that know they're going to see each other at some point down the road, and I, I'm sure both teams want to play their best tonight. I don't think there's no doubt about it. Well, they're your two betting favorites to come out of the East, Michael. 76ers plus 260, your favorite. Second betting favorite in the East, the Nets, who are, which is fascinating. They're 33 and 33. So that that switch is expected well, to get flipped, right? That's the bottom yeah, line. Boston and Miami cannot get any respect whatsoever. No respect. The poor, they can't get any respect at all. I mean, it's unbelievable, isn't it? You know, the five games with Embiid and Harden together, they're a plus 76 and 20, 128 minutes together. And they're only allowing 102 points per 100 possessions. So think about it. That You wondered if the defense would slip, but the defense has been even better when the two – I mean, it's but, just really been fascinating to watch these metrics develop. That's the shocking thing. And last year, Patrick, as we know, they were really good at home. I mean, they're 19-13 and 13 this year at home. They're actually better on the road. Right. They're 21-11 and 11 on the road. That's right. Which another shocking part is Brooklyn. <clears throat> Brooklyn's horrible at home. They're 13-18 and 18 at home. I mean, they're five games under 500 at home. So, once again, I think I think the NBA players have said, you know what, it doesn't matter where we're seated. We'll play good home or away. <clears throat> yeah, I think you're right. And just by the way, the three on the floor together, we mentioned Maxi and Harden. We wondered if they could share the backcourt. How about this? The three and beat as well. Offensive rating 133-2, which is absurd. They're shooting over 54% from the field, 42% from three. And they're playing great D. Listen, I... I'm a big maxi guy, so the 76ers, but it's been, it's just been fascinating to watch. Now they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do as far as uh, the contract after this year with Harden, but he's going to be motivated the rest of the way out. This is a, this is going to be a fun run for 76er fans like yourself. 
Well, he picked up his player option. He did so pick they it up. Have that's next right. Year. That's right. So, th- so they then gotta, they're going to have gotta, to figure it out. <laughs> they're going to figure it out in terms of they're just going to give him a – they're going to put the Brinks truck right up to his house, and they're going to stand. That was part of the deal. So, you know, I think the guy they got to resign. I mean, I think what you'll see in the offseason is you'll see them try to do something to move Tobias Harris to, to get below the threshold of the luxury tax and then to build the team and knowing they're going to give Tobias Harris money to Maxi because they're going to have to. I mean, he's a star in the waiting. I mean – he looks legitimate. Yeah, he's great. And I love his, his attitude as well. Uh, two teams squarely on the bubble, just underway, Florida and Texas A&M. Uh, most have them as those out teams. It, last night was crazy. I watched basketball. That, that was almost depressing. It felt like a, a Sunday during the NFL season from morning till night, just watching, watching, watching. How about Wake losing to Boston College and also oh. Xavier? Xavier losing and they were up big late in this game. They blew a late lead, so they were one of the last four in coming into that matchup. Um, but they now, look, Indiana's a bubble team. Uh, Rutgers is a bubble team who plays tomorrow. So these spots are going to get stolen here. Yeah, how about, how about Iona yesterday? How about them? I mean, you know, they were the best team in their conference. Easily. And they get bounced out. They lose. You know, they lose to Ryder by a point, you know, and, and now I think that they're going to be in the NIT. They're, they're not going to be able to qualify. Nope. They won't qualify. Nope. No, no auto bid for your boy Patino. And then Virginia Tech stays alive. I don't know if you saw Darius Maddox buried a three-pointer at the buzzer in overtime to beat Clemson, and Clemson had beat them to finish up the regular season. So Virginia Tech advances. They're going to play tomorrow against Notre Dame in the ACC. There it is, Clemson, Virginia Tech. They didn't cover, uh, but an overtime winner from Maddox there. They're on the outside looking in, so they're going to have to continue to win, and they're going to play projected to be probably an 11 seed in Notre Dame tomorrow in the ACC. The big one today, and we know Duke. Duke's going to be pissed, part of my language, what happened, of mm. course, to close out the regular season. And then they beat up on Syracuse twice in the regular season, and without Buddy Bayheim, I mean, that is this, this is something Bayheim has done, which has won the ACC to get into the tournament. It's not going to happen today. It's all the way up to 15 off the 11 opener. You know, and and I think I think that one is could with without Bayheim that you could see that plus coach Coach K coming off that stinging loss against North Carolina. The one that I'm fascinated with with Patrick is North Carolina. They're four point they're four point favorites against Virginia. You know, Virginia seems to know how to play come tournament time pretty well. So, you know, that one tips at 9.30 tonight. That'll be a good one to watch. Yeah, they needed to stretch that back with Virginia because Virginia played late into the night last night, beat Louisville by one, had trailed mostly throughout. You see the number there, Virginia, North Carolina. I got North Carolina squarely in. Uh, with the win at Duke, I, I think you agree with me. Uh, they're laying yep, no four, doubt. and Virginia's got to, you know, right. That's that's a very good matchup. Virginia was lucky to survive last night against Louisville. No doubt, but sometimes those lucky teams gild momentum for yep, the next fair. game. You know, we've seen it happen. You know, they they UCLA gets that overtime. They get into the tournament. Luckily, they get in, and next thing you know, they're in the finals. So, you know, as Branch Rickey once said, luck has a residue of design, and I think sometimes this luck designs you into winning. Yeah, I think that's in Virginia's going to have to win out there. Okay, so it's fat. I mean, the college basketball has just been hot and heavy. It's been awesome. No good. It's so good. It is so good. And Michigan's killing. Michigan's up up eleven on. Virginia, Juwan Howard returning. Now. How about you? And, and yep. Indiana needs it. Indiana, I, a minimum of two wins in the tournament to get in potentially, and then they're still on the bubble. Uh, they're going to want to win their conference tournament. Yeah, Michigan with Juwan returning um, is a team that's in the tournament. I think with the with the win to in the finale of the regular season. We got Michigan State later coming up today. 
Um, it's just, it's, it's packed. Now, I buried the lead, and we're going to go two more minutes, and then when we come back, you know, a lot has happened since the last time you and I talked in the NFL. Yeah. Now, I know you jumped on, which is yeoman's work by you, to talk about Aaron Rodgers. That's something that you had said. You said, look, this dude's going to get 50 mil, and he's going to stay in Green Bay. That's exactly what happened. I don't know the particulars of the contract because there's been some confusion around it, Michael, but congratulations on that because you were all over that. And then uh, the, as that started to fall within 20 minutes of that, uh, I don't know if you came on the airwaves and talked about Russell Wilson. You wrote about it at vsin.com. Russell Wilson is going to be a Denver Bronco and Carson Wentz is going to be a Washington commander. And by the way, the commanders offered more than the Broncos did for Russell Wilson. But Russell Wilson had the no trade and said no to the commanders, Michael Lombardi. Yeah, I, I mean, fascinating, right? So I, I think to me, you know, and we'll talk about in the next block, but to me, you know, the Rodgers one was re really easy to read. The, the Wilson one, I was I thought they would keep him because I thought the dynamics were Pete at 70 years old. You know, does he really want to rebuild and who's going to play quarterback? But I think when we come back, there's some underlying and I tried to write about it for VEASAN.com. I tried to write about it in a, in a way to where I don't think it's, this trade's as lopsided as most people think. Because if you think it's that lopsided, then you think John Schneider, the general manager of Seattle, and Pete Carroll, a really good coach who's won, are really stupid people. And I don't think that at all. And Bobby Wagner out, a legend out in Seattle as well. You can read about the quarterbacks. Go to VEASAN.com from Michael Lombardi. When we come back, Carson Wentz in Washington, Russell Wilson. It's been quarterback purgatory for Elway and the Broncos since Peyton left. 11 starting quarterbacks over that span. That's the most in the NFL. Well, they've got their starter. Russell Wilson is a Bronco. Come back and get Michael Lombardi's take on that next here. Lombardi line on a Thursday. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring that status sheet ID ready to go. BetMGM.com or simply download the app. Fan-friendly, special, state-of-the-art technology every day of the week. 
Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. Physically located here in Nevada. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. We got Jim Root from the Three Man Weave podcast with some picks coming up as far as college basketball a little bit later today. Vinny Maliulo coming up in about 10 and a half minutes. He's going to sit down and tell you about the conference tournaments as well. But the big news has been happening in the NFL. Michael Lombardi has been all over it. Go read about it. VSIN.com. The trade. Now, he had a no trade. Russell Wilson. So we said no to Washington because I'm sure that Seattle would have taken the extra first rounder. But coming back Seattle's way, two first rounders, two second rounders, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris. There might be another player in there as well, Michael. But I want you to take a look at this graphic. Most starting quarterback since 2016. The Broncos have had 11 instability, what we talk about all the time. Washington, the Commanders 11, the Jets 10, the Bears 9, and the Browns 9. Let's go ahead and start here with the Broncos acquiring Russell Wilson. Well, I mean, look, it gives them somebody that they feel really comfortable with. Uh, you know, Russell has always been a West Coast offense type quarterback. I think Nathaniel Hackett will be able to install the, the, the system that he best wants. I mean, one thing about Russell, he's been through a lot of different systems. Uh, you know, the, the numerical system. But for, when he had the most success with Bevel, when they were going to the Super Bowl, it was all uh, West Coast. And this is what he'll run there. I think the underlying factor here where we've lost a little bit of understanding of Russell, and I think we as a betting network probably can appreciate this more than most of the casual fans because we bet on Russell Wilson or we didn't want to bet on Russell Wilson. You know, we always said, you know, can't go against Russ. You know, let Russ cook now, you know, because if, if, you, if you go in a game and he's got you and, he, and you're giving, him, and you're giving uh, him three points, he's going to come back and beat you. Mm -hmm. That was the case for the most part. But when you examine last year, it wasn't, Patrick. He really wasn't the same player. Yeah. And I think where it shows up more than anything, and I wrote about this, it shows up in his rushing totals. I know that sounds completely foreign, but his lower body, his inability to make loose plays, his inability to scramble. Last year, he rushed for 183 yards, the lowest in his career by far. That, was, that average is 13.1 yards per game, 3.1 yards per carry. When he was really humming, in 13, he averaged 6. In 14, he averaged 7.4. I mean, those when he was really going crazy. 15, he was 6.4. I mean, that's when his movement and his ability to make those loose, let him cook rust plays, if you will, that's what really made him a superstar. And lately, the last two seasons, those plays have gone away from him, and they're not the same. And so his speed, his explosiveness, hasn't been able to get him out of as many problems as he was in before. And I think that's been the telltale sign of anything. And this is what would concern me if I'm a Bronco fan. Do I think he'll play better? Yeah. Do I think that offensive line is better? Look, Denver got away with this trade without having to give up Williams, the running back, without having to give up Chubb, the defensive end without having to give up Sertan the corner, you know, I mean, without having to give up any one of those good receivers, Sutton, Judy, or, or, uh, or Hamler. I mean, they got away with that, right? I mean, they gave him Fant. I don't think they really were that worried. So he's got to deliver at a high, high level. If this isn't Super Bowl, what is it? Yeah, and you nailed the Tim Patrick as well. I mean, they're loaded offensively as far as talent. Uh, question free. I mean, he's going to be 34 in November. Would you attribute the lack of escapability and just kind of taking he doesn't run as much. He doesn't look to run as much and he doesn't look the same when he does get outside. Do you do you attribute that to being a 33 year old quarterback with a lot of miles? 
I think you have to. I think he's taken a lot of hits. And I wrote about this. I mean, you know, he, he looked like he didn't trust anybody on the field. Go back to the Washington game. You know, go back to the Washington game when he's got a chance to win that game for Seattle. You know, and he's got a receiver open that he doesn't tr- – he, d- he didn't trust – it didn't feel like he trusted anything during the game. And he mm-hmm. wasn't the Russ Cook. You know, I wrote in the column, I said, you know, there was one time where this guy was an iron chef. Last year he looked like a line cook at a diner. I mean, that's what he looked like. We, we were kidding about it, remember? Mm-hmm. He wasn't cooking it. He wasn't cooking it at, at these at, – at, at, uh, at these great restaurants across America. He was, he was looked like very pedestrian-like. They paid for him like he's cooking, you know, at, at the great places in America, but he's not. No, I agree. And it's certainly not Michelin rated Russ yes, last year. No. Now, here, here's my question. He, it was bad vibes, right? Seattle, there was a lot going on. Even when Schottenheimer left, he got on social, although the impetus we thought he wanted to move on, there was – there just seemed to be bad vibes, and he is a sensitive type. While Mr. Positivity, there's a lot going on with Russ beneath the surface. Do you think he pops? Do you think he turns it around here in Denver? Well, I think he's, he, he's going to have to. Look, I, here's the way I approach the column is, is I know John Schneider, and I know John Schneider works hard, and he's really good at his craft. And I know Pete Carroll for whatever the mistakes he makes in game management. I think Pete understands what it takes to be a great player. And I think for them to let this guy go out of there at this trade, at this point, knowing that Jody Allen wants to win, knowing that they're willing to take on this this rebuilding program at Pete's age of 70, tells me they think it's more near the end than anything. I think we're neglecting that. I think we're not paying attention to that. I think we're not seeing it from Seattle. Everybody's seeing it from the side of Denver, that Denver's going to be great. I'm seeing it from the side, why would Seattle do this? Because that was my whole reasoning, why would they do this? And I think Seattle knows more about the player than Denver does who they're getting. And I think if you talk to anybody in the league, anybody in the league, everybody will tell you he wasn't the same player last year. Now, could it have been the thumb? He wasn't the same player before. I mean, this is a guy who lost at home to Chicago. They're 3-5 and five at home last year. And so I think there's something going on here. I know there's always been problems. It's always he's a lot to deal with. Most great players are. So let's put that out there. But the reality of it is, is what were the rewards coming back? You say, look, you know, did he not have enough skill? I think he's got way more skill. I think they've overskilled it, right? I think they've overskilled it with Metcalf and, you know, Lockett and the kid, the estrogen. I mean, they've got way more skill than you think. Mm -hmm. But yet we keep asking for more. And I just think, to me, Father Time has lured us into believing it doesn't happen because of what, with Tom Brady. But it does. Do I think he'll get it back for a year? Yeah. But if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, what good is this trade? And, of course, Russ is going to shorten the number, have an impact on the market. Let's take a look. AFC West, which is brutal. I mean, the AFC is so stacked with quarterbacks right now, it's ridiculous. The Chiefs. You know, you can find varying numbers, but I'll just give you this one. The Chiefs are minus 115 in the AFC West. The Broncos, your second betting favorite at plus 240. You've got the Chargers at plus 425. You've got your son and Mr. McDaniels here with the Raiders at 10 to 1 in division. That is a tough division. It is. It's really tough. And four good quarterbacks. And, you know, and it's the same as the West that he left. You know, he left one West team for another West team. And, you know, and and typically you would say, well, you know, he's the best quarterback or is he? Is he better than Mahomes? I don't know. I don't think. Well, he's not better than Mahomes last year. There's no doubt. He wasn't better than Carr last year. Can he get there? 
I think he I think he's going to have to really dedicate himself this offseason. I think he's going to have to get his juice back at his lower body. I mean, you can't not minimize his ability to escape and make loose plays, you know, and his accuracy on the move and his ability to drive the ball down the field. Look, we know this. Russell's not – the reason he's a third-round pick wasn't because he played poorly at Wisconsin or he played poorly at North Carolina State. The reason he's a third-round pick is he's 5'11". That's the reason he's a third-round pick. And he's been able to overcome that through his movement. If he doesn't have that movement, where are we? You know, in 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 uh, 21, I know he only played in he only played in 14 games, but he only rushed for 17 first downs. You know, there was a time where he rushed for 36 first downs. In the Super Bowl year that we played him, he rushed for 47 first downs. You had to keep him in the pocket. It was one of the things that drove you crazy about him. The year he won the Super Bowl, he rushed for 31 first downs. That's almost two a game, Patrick. So, you know, as you just said that, you know what I just realized? This is the exact same path, obviously, that Peyton Manning followed. It's Super Bowl or bust for Russ. And isn't it kind of awkward following another? And the legend paid off. Now, Manning didn't play well that final year, but he got his Super Bowl ring there yeah. in Denver. It's interesting to follow the same path, no? No doubt. And, and, you know, I think what we lose sight of, you know, we all talk about Denver not having a quarterback. Denver won the Super Bowl because of their defense. Yeah. Let's put, let's put that out. I mean, they won because – and Peyton would be the first to stay. Now, they lost playoff games because their defense wasn't good. Manning's first year there, he was sensational. You know, but they lost games there because of the – I mean, Indianapolis went out there and beat them. Remember? Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck beat them out there. You know, I, you know in those war movies when you hear that sound, it goes – when you got to come up to the decks? That's what it's been like here at the South Point with Vinny Maliula, who's going to join us next with all the college hoops and all these moves being made in the NFL. It's all hands on deck, and Vinny's going to join us next to talk about those numbers moving. Of course, got plenty of college basketball, 60-plus games as far as the conference tournaments today. Great start. We, I also have to find out what Michael thinks Seattle's going to do because I don't think Drew Locke's going to be the answer. We'll come back. We'll discuss. Vinny Maliulo joins us next here on the Lombardi Line. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Selection Sunday's coming up. Get an early start on your College Hoops tournament betting with VSIN's full court bracket betting coverage. So it's going to start this Sunday with six hours of live free video coverage. It, we've got everything. If you enjoyed our Super Bowl coverage, uh, this is going to take it a step further. We got Greg Hoops Peterson on it, opening lines for every game. Full, get you ahead of the numbers. VEASAN College Hoops expert, I mentioned Greg. We've got Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, Tim Murray. They're going to analyze every game, discuss with the bookmakers, making the lines to find the best early value. Don't wait for the lines to move. Start your bracket in round one tournament betting with VEASAN's College Hoops experts on Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. So remember, we're leading up to Selection Sunday. And as I look, Michael Lombardi there, Jersey on Patrick Maher here at Vegas. Butler needs to continue to win. They're beating the one-seed Providence. Butler beat Xavier yesterday. I was so bitter. Uh, no surprise here. Duke out to an early lead there without Buddy Beheim, Syracuse's best offensive player. And AM, who Michael and I have been discussing, up early on Florida. The, both, both teams need to continue to win, Michael Lombardi, if they want a shot. Um, Vinny Maliulo. Mike, Mike White needs to win more than ever. Is I he, he going to be done there at Florida? 
I mean, I, I think he could end up. I, I mean, Mississippi's out of the tournament already, right? Then they then they lose. I think they're gone out. too. Yeah, Mississippi I mean, I think got there could crushed be yesterday as a favorite too. Yeah, I think there could be changes coming at Ole Miss. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, this is. I mean, White's in a. It, it's not good there. They 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 want more from their program than you know than where they are right now at Florida. Yep. And they just don't have the size. Yeah, Missouri beat up on the team that you were on their campus not too long ago. Missouri beat up on Mississippi yesterday. Uh, a listless performance by Mississippi. Vinny Maliulo, never listless, joins us from behind the book here at the South Point, legendary bookmaker. You know, the quote that he, he was listening to us discuss, Russell Wilson with the Broncos, and he said, when we come back, I want to discuss how we handle it as compared to how the fans handle it when it comes to the market and these big moves. Hi, Vinny. What do you say, guys? How's everything? How are we feeling? Feeling good? Feeling Busy good? time of the year for you, my yeah, man. Yeah, it's a little, uh, there's a couple of things going on here. We've got a big bowling tournament here. It's <laughs> do you really? <laughs> wow. Actually, there is a big <laughs> national uh, bowling uh, event going on here. So, And a uh, $2 million bingo event coming up here. $2 million, bingo. You, let's, you and I go in, halvesies. <laughs> I can't play, but you certainly can. Um, you know, I wanted to just point out, and, and it's exciting, right, for, for fans, right? So fans react to, uh, to uh, the, the Broncos situation, right? We saw what, what the fans were anticipating last year uh, with the possibility of Aaron Rodgers going there. Yep. And, and again, I'm, that's not a, a criticism. Fans should react. They should, you know, they get emotional about it, just like when they bet their, their teams. They bet with, uh, you know, they, they bet on teams, uh, you know, professional bettors bet on numbers and prices and things like that. So fans should be excited. You know, you've got a, a, a more competitive team this year in Denver, but you've also got probably the, the strongest division right now too, right, from top to bottom uh, in, in the league. Um, we, look, we react to it from an analytical perspective, right? I mean, not analytics purely, but I'm talking about you analyze it, right? And you have to analyze the fact that, well, yeah, the Broncos improved themselves for sure, but the rest of the division is, is still good. Right. Like, like, I mean, you can you, – you look at this division and realize, too, that – let's face it. The other teams are pro- – they're not done necessarily. We saw what the Chargers did franchising uh, Williams, right? Uh, or, or they signed him to an extension, right? Uh, so, And they've got yep. some cap space. The Raiders are a team – and, again, this is not being a homer. but and, and, again, full disclosure that there is regional bias for the Raiders here. But the Raiders – Right now, yes, the fourth uh, fourth choice in terms of the prices for the division right now. But the Raiders are a team that is built for now, and, and they've kind of got that look of, listen, we're going to go all in here on this season. And I don't think the Raiders by any means are done in terms of, you know, what they're going to do in free agency. So you've got the, the move, the trade. Certainly you have to adjust the price there. And we went to 18-1. Uh, uh, to 1. On the uh, uh, on the Chargers, I mean, on the fifteen to one on the Broncos from First Super from uh, from twenty. But let's remember, we've got free agency starting in a couple of days. We've got the draft, and let's remember this: that there, there's there's certainly going to be some more trades. So you look at this division, you know, six games, right? Because you know they're going to play each other twice. You know that they're going to be home and away. But you want to see the rest of the schedule as well. We know that they're going to cross over to an NFC division. But they're still going to have the extra road game this year. Now you say, well, Vin, you know, you, you talked about how the home field advantage is not as strong as it once was. It's not. But it's the sequence of those games, too. Are they going to have to go overseas as part of a road trip? 
uh, is there are there three road games in four weeks, uh, in, things like that. So you want to see the schedule as well, and that's why. Uh, full disclosure: We put out the uh, the divisions and the regular season wins uh, in May a year ago, and I probably do the same thing here. Wait for the for the free agents uh, signings, wait for future trades, and certainly the draft as well. Uh, but are the are the uh, the Broncos improved? Absolutely. But I think the entire division, uh, well, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and they're going to be the favorites. Uh, they'll, they'll tinker with their roster, but I don't think the Chargers and the Raiders are done by any means, particularly when it comes to free agent signings. You, you know, Vinny, I would add on to what you're saying. I, I think as us looking at these teams where they're mm-hmm. going to line, the draft will probably have the least amount of impact on the team's one-loss record. Now, we know Makai Parsons was significantly a, a contributor, but those don't happen all the time. You know, those don't really influence mm-hmm. a team like like we think and the attention that the draft gets, we think it's going to. So I think really our numbers and where you project a team are going to be decided by the first five days of free agency when most of these deals are already done. And, and I think there's certain players that carry numbers. I'm sure you adjusted your number for Russell Wilson during the season because he wasn't playing to the Russell right. Wilson you were used to. Mm-hmm. I think that's more significant. And I and just the fact that you're at, what are you, at 15 to 1 on Denver? Yeah. Tells me you, you adjusted his number like I did during the season because he wasn't cooking like we're used to. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't let him near they would not let him near Michael. So I can promise you that the way he was cooking last year. There's no <laughs> chance. There's no chance Mr. Gom would let him near Michael. So there's You're, no way. You bring up a good point, Michael, in terms of the draft. What I what I should clarify too about the draft is are, are there any trades associated with other players in the draft? Are there package deals type type things coming up, right? Because in, in the draft, you know, what are you gonna have? Maybe a couple of dozen players that have a a, a significant impact on a team, right? So uh, you know, throughout the league. But th- you, you still have to take it into consideration in, in the event that there is a uh, another trade for a veteran, let's say, uh, you know, uh, th- that, that, may, may, that may impact those prices as well. So, you know, uh, but we can't, and, and from our side of the counter also, we can't lose sight of the fact that everybody else, you know, the other teams, the other divisions, I mean, a, a, a team that's not a division, really, that's not getting talked about a whole lot right now, Let's uh, let's look at uh, you know the NFC South, right? All of a sudden, you know you've got a situation where with Tom Brady's retirement, who's got the best quarterback in that division? It's the Falcons, right? The biggest cap hit is certainly. But it's that, also Ryan. the Falcons. Now, do, do they keep him? Do they? You know, you, you wonder because is somebody going to jump in and, and and impact their their cap number with with that? But you you, know, you we will look at that also and say we can't lose sight of the, the these you know these other factors and things like that. So, you know, and again, is Brady fully officially retired? I think so, but who knows? I mean, we've seen we've seen uh, stranger things. Um, I had to adjust, uh, obviously, the, the Packers. Packers, kings of the division, and will remain that way because they've got the most impactful player, not just the, uh, the top quarterback, uh, the most impactful player to the number. Uh, Devontae Adams stays. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a, a team there that we, uh, we adjusted down from 10 to 1 to, uh, to 7 to 1. So, again, we couldn't make these prices too high, as we've talked about uh, previously going into this uh, into the spring and we'll continue to monitor uh, these uh, these trades uh, and free agent signings 
Big 12, we've tipped off TCU. I think TCU is going to get in. Uh, Texas is obviously in. Syracuse showing some fight right now. Duke up 28-25. That number opened 11. Vinny moved it all the way to 15. 15 no Buddy Beheim. Yeah. Uh, I want to get both your opinion, Michael. I don't know if you saw the replay of Buddy Beheim punching the player. Um, Wyatt, the player that was punched, said he didn't think he deserved to be suspended. Buddy Beheim, the best offensive player there at Syracuse. And Vinny, I'd like to get your take as well. Do you think he deserved the suspension, Michael? You know, I, I think ultimately, you know, you, it's a little bit like when we look at, uh, you, you know, Calvin Ridley. I think there's certainly the intent, and I think you've got to measure that. The res Everybody looks at the result. I think the intent is really what you have to do, and I, and I think certainly he does. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you, you apologized after the game. Uh, and, uh, the, you know, the thing about it is that they're, they're, this team with him or without, I mean, certainly, they're certainly better with him, right, uh, as we sit here and they, and they take the lead. They take the lead because they're just they're, – They can they stroke got, it from outside. Their, their, their perimeter game yep. is, is as good as any and, and when, when they're on. And, of course, uh, the zone uh, makes them a tough out. But – Given the fact that the intent was there, to Michael's point, it uh, didn't shock me. I figured he would uh, wind up suspended. Okay, and there it is. Michigan up big early on Indiana. We'll keep you updated, of course, as we continue along. Next tips coming up, East, East Carolina, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Akron. You've got Northwestern, Iowa. It was all coming up in just a bit. You mentioned Calvin Ridley. When we come back, a bookmaker and a front office exec. Let's get their take on the Calvin Ridley situation next here at Lombardi Month. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March, and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. 
Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi... Once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you can bet on more than the final score with one game parlay at BetMGM. One game parlay is designed to help you make selections within a single game from over 400 bet types, including team and player props. Log into your BetMGM account and create your best parlay before the game starts. If you're new to BetMGM, sign up today and make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 with bonus code VSIN1000, V-S-I-N-1000. Plus, you'll earn BetMGM reward points that can be redeemed for online bonuses, converted into comps for rooms, restaurants, and more at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. Try the one-game parlay today. Eligibility restrictions do apply. you got to be 21 years or older to wager. It's a new customer offer. Again, that code is VSIN, V-S-I-N-1000. If you have an issue, it's one 800 Gambler. Okay. Lombardi line here. Exciting day as the conference tournaments, of course, 
well underway. Butler, a four-point lead over Providence, the one seed over there in the Big East. How about Syracuse, Michael, fighting here against Duke? They were down big early. Now, with about five and a half to play in the first half, Syracuse up 33-30. to 30. We're underway in the second half. Indiana trailing Michigan 49-35. to 35. So, action all around us. We'll have plenty of college hoops the rest of the way here on the Lombardi line. Uh, Vinny Maliulo, let Vinny cook is what we're calling what we're saying as far as behind the book. I want to get both your take on what happened with Calvin Ridley. You mentioned it. I'll start with you, Michael. From the front office perspective, we're going to see this, right? This is not something that we haven't seen before as far as uh, players betting on their sport. Calvin Ridley was out with the issues last year. Said he bet 1500 bucks suspended for the forthcoming season. Let's get your take. Well, I, I think, look, the, the NFL has to be really diligent and, uh, and work extremely hard to keep the integrity of the game uh, pristine as best they possibly can. And I think where we lose sight of is if you bet $10 or you bet a million dollars, you've made a bet. And you've crossed the line. And the commissioner has to keep that line completely, completely uh, uh, strong. And he can't allow that to happen. So, yeah, it, does, it seems like a ridiculous expense, uh, suspension for the amount of money he, he paid. But he crossed that line. And I think any time cr you cross the line, you're going to get this. And I think it's a message to other players that, look, it's easy to cross the line. But here's the results of crossing that line. And if he would have, if it's predicated on how much you bet, that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it right. It's, it's, you're wrong. As Parcells would say, one wrong, all wrong. And I think ultimately that's what the commissioner did. I don't really have a problem with it. I think for, for someone, I think we have to keep the integrity of the game. And I don't think you can judge it based on dollars. You know, uh, you guys, this this is a situation where it's it's pretty clear that the league, the organization, has a specific rule, and they've they've made it very clear. Now I know there's a lot of folks. It's a hypocrisy because the league has got partnerships and things like that. Yeah, you can have partnerships, but if they still have rules, they have rules. We have rules here uh, at, at South Point. There are rules in the gaming. Every every business has rules, and as an employee of a business. Uh, you sign off on a code of conduct for those rules. So there, there's that aspect to it. From our perspective here, how, do, how does it hand, How does it impact us? Well, uh, in, and again, when there have been some, uh, some issues in the past, whether it's with players or teams over the years, I mean, uh, the Arizona State uh, 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 basketball situation uh, back in the mid-'90s certainly uh, got a, a lot of no notoriety. The procedure is this. If you suspect or have reason to believe or you have obviously pr you know, proof that there's something, you know, there's something wrong, there's something out of sorts here, well, then what we would do is we report it to, to, owner, to ownership slash management who in turn reports it to corporate security. And then there's, there's this, that's the security arm of the, of the company that handles vetting, that handles uh, government relations, that handles regulatory uh, aspects on behalf of the company and in turn have colleagues within in this case the NFL so there's a network of security folks that deal with these things that that arm here reports it uh, to to gaming 
uh, Nevada, the Nevada Gaming Control Board in the case of Nevada, and uh, and then and and it's you know then it's turned over for an investigation. Now nothing has come about uh, here that I've heard of uh, in in the state of Nevada where there were any transgressions. Mm -hmm. You know, or we could you know in this in in this particular case regarding Calvin Ridley that there's anything any uh, suspected wrongdoing or, or, or transgressions, right? So. Um, but in, but that's what we get asked all the time. What happens? What, what do you do in a case like that? So there's that. Our we've got a procedure. Um, as far you know, it's unfortunate. Here's a, here's a, a young guy who uh, got himself uh, in in a, in a bad situation. He made a mistake, uh, used bad judgment, and uh, in, and he's paying for it now. Have you heard from Calvin about Missouri LSU today by chance? No, I've not. I've not. Uh, I've not. Heard <laughs> what do you him, think, but... Patrick? I mean, I mean, I, I, I think, think it's, it's why I think you're right. I mean, listen, rules are rule. Look, look there are going to be six to eight teams that are going to have fully operating sports books within their venues this year. Right, Michael? So at yeah. the stadium, they're going to have fully operational sports books. We understand the crazy dichotomy as far as the NFL has been running for years away from betting. And now, as you say, money be green. Money is green. And uh, there, but again, that's that's not the protocol. The player can't bet whether it's a dollar or fifteen hundred. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're both employees of Visa, and we're both employees of of DraftKings. And there's rules and regulations in terms of can we purchase yes. stock? You know that we have to have certain time. That's the rules, yeah. right? I mm -hmm. mean, that like Vinny said, you have rules. This I, even though you know you may want to do it today, it, you have to check with the rules. So, I mean. I, that's what you do. Just the way and, it is. And, and I think, to me, if you violate the rule, I, I don't think it's the degree of the violation is you violated mm -hmm. it. Now, you know, uh, and, and he can plead his case. And certainly, you know, it seems severe. But I think the commissioner's got to send a strong message. And the fact that, look, all this money that's coming in from all the bet that's going to the players, too. So they have to be diligent, just like you and I are diligent about our behavior in terms of the rules and regulations for the company we work for. No, you nailed it. And it's unfortunate. The, what you worry about more with Calvin Ridley is the reason he was out last year was because it was a mental health situation. So you hope he's okay. And you hope this yeah. doesn't compound, right? And again, he tweeted, I only bet 1500 bucks," kind of letting you know he's not really understanding the bigger picture, which it doesn't matter if it's $15 million or $15. You're just not supposed to be betting, as Michael just said, on the sport. So that's that. I mean, we've seen... We've had players in the NFL suspended in the past for betting on, on the NFL. It's not like it's never happened. Go back to uh, Alex Karras and Paul Horning. Alex, before, shout out to the your, Lions be, and Alex. Be, before your time. Mr. You know. Belvedere. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere, Mr. Belvedere was, was also on Monday Night Football. Was on Monday Night Football. Hated it. You know, and then he got into acting. So, uh, yeah, he bet on Paul Horning, lost time. I mean, and when they were betting on it, it wasn't it, – you had to go find those places to bet. That's it right. wasn't like right there on your corner. It wasn't like the OTB in New York City. Yeah, it's uh, – and again, today, everything is – There's no, there are no secrets out there, right? Let's face it. Uh, so if somebody does something, uh, whatever it may be, it's uh, – it when, when you were growing up and you running your book in Bensonhurst, that was some shady stuff, right? No, it was all on, uh, above board. <laughs> it was Everything. not above board. A lot of integrity, okay. always. Tournament time, before we, we got two minutes with you. H how's it? I Today pulled in, 8.30 a.m. The books have a great, you know, the parking lot's packed. The yeah. book's packed. How'd it go yesterday? How's it? What are you expecting today? 60-plus games. Good. Uh, well, 60-plus games uh, turns into 180 games, right? Uh, first halves, half times. Of course, you got the in-game and, uh, and, and, and so on. The uh, fact that there are, again, five tournaments here in town, 
really promotes a lot of not only wagering on those tournaments, but also associated uh, tie-ins, you know, parlays and things like that. So uh, great response. This week has grown exponentially in recent years. I mean, obviously, you take the COVID situation away. So it's very popular. Folks lining up and getting ready with their opinions for next week as well, Patrick. Sure. But, um, no, the action uh, the action's good. Uh, had a good uh, morning and afternoon yesterday, but the betters uh, rallied uh, last night. Uh, of course, the Washington game wound up going off at uh, two and a half and three in some spots. So uh, betters uh, did get out there. So there's a lot of opportunities. I mean, I guess the best thing I could say for, for betters is, uh, you, you just kind of pace yourself. Uh, you know, it, it, it's one of those tendencies, one of those events where you can, you know, tend to just, you know, you're just constantly going, 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 right? And uh, which is fine. I mean, look, everybody, uh, you know, I'm not discouraging betting by any means, but, you know, break down games, look at teams, look at teams that are desperate. You, teams know not only if they're on the bubble, but if, if their bubble's already burst unless they win their respective uh, uh, tournaments. Kind of a woe is me vibe from you there with Washington covering against Utah. Was that like, are you going to leave us? In a, are you going to leave us in a puddle of tears? On no, the way there's, out? there's no woe. No, it's a little low key. Woe you, is me. I want you to just keep betting, Maher, especially your soccer. You don't take I know my you're all excited. Soccer. You're all excited about the you know Champions League. Come on, let's go. Come on. Leave it in a puddle of tears, Vinny. Don't you let, feel sorry for me? Let Vinny cook is what <laughs> is what the new word is. By let the way, Vinny cook. Let Vinny cook. Carson Wentz is a commander. We haven't discussed it. When we come back, we'll discuss that with Michael Lombardi. Thank you, Vinny. You're Vincent welcome. Vinny on Thanks, Twitter. Vinny. Good to be with come you. Come say hi at the book here at the South Wing. More Lombardi line coming up next.